Hi, my name is Anja Karwowska and I'm the host of this amazing podcast, Get Unstuck with Your English. If you are a neurodivergent person struggling with learning the language, tend to procrastinate too much. Or maybe you have so many goals you get lost right on the bed. If you answered yes to any of these questions, you have come to the right place, my friend. I'll teach you how to apply cognitive science and evidence-based methods to your learning. I will walk you through the learning plateau. If you're scared to talk, the vocabulary evaporates your mind. You have been studying for ages, following shiny objects, binge-watching Netflix, hoping that the knowledge will cross your head first Moses. If so, I'm here to help you. I'll show you how to study and tackle the language, and most importantly, how to make it stick. I'm inviting you on the journey with me. Let's add a science sprinkle to your learning. It's me, Anja Karbowska, talking to you from Canadian-American border, yeah, I'm looking out at the snow. So today, uh, welcome to the last episode of my Get Unstuck With Your English podcast. So today we'll talk about dyslexia, why? So why? Why is why, right? <laughs> so um, I wanted to take you on a short journey or maybe go back to the past. And I wanted to explain why I am so passionate about dyslexia and working with neurodivergent students. So long time ago, when I was a student, and that was back in the days, I think it was the early 2000s, like 2003 or 4, I worked at, a, it was called an experimental school in Warsaw. I had the privilege to work with the most amazing students. So it was a high school and a, a vocational experimental school. I worked at both. But in today's episode, I will only focus on the vocational experimental school. My students were amazing and they had one thing in common. All of them had a learning difference. So were either dyslexic, ADHD or both. They were amazing, amazing kids. And the other thing they had in common was a very low self-esteem. So the kids did not believe in themselves. And because I'm naturally a curious person, I guess it comes with ADHD too. And I like to open doors and find solutions. So I started digging in and figuring out what to do. It turned out that with the use of evidence-based methods and structured literacy approach in my classroom, my students actually made a lot of progress. The gains were amazing. Actually, they passed their language certificates like FCE and CAE even, yeah. Who would imagine? And afterwards, I decided to venture into business English. So if you ask me, like, I guess 2005 or six or even seven, I wouldn't tell you that I'd be focusing on dyslexia. I was mostly teaching business English, which I still do, and I love it and I love it, but I mostly work with neurodivergent students. However, then my why was born, and uh, I back in the day, I noticed some problems, but, you know, as a parent, you sometimes try to shrug it off, but then I saw my son was dyslexic, and I was sure he was dyslexic when he was less than five years old. So um, my son, who is now 15 years old, he's my why. He's my why because I see how hard he's working. But on the top of it, to make things even more interesting, I moved to Canada. And um, I was sure, I was adamant that in Canada, I will never find an illiterate person. Unfortunately, to my huge surprise, I started volunteering. Well, not to my huge surprise, I started volunteering, which was an amazing experience and I will be forever thankful and grateful. I started volunteering at a literacy project. I started working with students who were illiterate or who were functionally illiterate. Lots of my students were either ESL, 
uh, refugees. Some of them were at a pre-alphabetic stage due to displacement. They couldn't go to school and they were worked really hard. And I'm still in awe and amazement of the progress they had made and they learned so much. But what even bugged me more was that I worked with students who went through school went through mainstream education and they could not read. That's when I started working with them. I started applying structured literacy. I started to experiment because let's be honest, within the framework of evidence-based methods and structured literacy, there was a little room for experimentation. So I did that too. I wanted to find out how to work with ESL students, how to teach them language, so that they understand how to support my students knowing that they are dyslexic even though they did not have a diagnosis, right? So that's the fruit of my labor. And then I did lots of things and trainings, but that's not the point. The point is that I came a long way as a teacher. As I once have said, I am very sorry for my students who had to withstand my drawings. <laughs> my drawings or my artistic skills are not very good to say the least. <laughs> so that's one thing. But I also know the journey that I have come. And if back in time, I knew what I know now, if someone had presented everything, it would have saved me so much time because I wouldn't have to dig through Alton Gingham, Barden Lips, Linda Mudber, phonographics and more, right? I wouldn't have to do the, all this experimentation, diving into structured wet inquiry because I would have known, but I did not. Even though I'm an educated teacher with master's degree, lots of certificates like TESOL, TESOL diplomas, CELTAS, DELTAS, etc. So that's why I've, let's say, collected the fruit of my labor, the hard work that I have accomplished. And it was hard work, but it was very, very challenging, but also very rewarding. I wouldn't change it for anything. And that's why I've come up with my course, which is Dyslexia in the ESL Classroom. I wanted to help other teachers. I wanted to show them how to work with dyslexic ESL learner because there was a lot of research, documents or paperwork and books, etc. courses, RG and English is a first language. It's a little bit different when the English is a second language or when you teach in a classroom English as a foreign language. So that's why I have come up with this course because I wanted to show you how to work with dyslexic ESL student or EFL student, how to teach spelling, how to interpret spelling mistakes, how to teach reading, writing, how to approach listening comprehension. There's lots and lots of nitty-gritty work that has to be done but it's so rewarding. So I've decided that before I launch my course because I'm a teacher at heart and obviously I love sharing my knowledge I've come up with a free Facebook challenge. Yeah, the challenge is free. It will run for three days, uh, January 12th, 13th and 14th. And it will be 1 p.m. Eastern Canada time, 7 p.m. Central European time. The recordings will be available for a week. There will be worksheets, there will be homeworks, and there will be a prize draw in day three. Yeah, there will be a prize draw with lots of cool prizes to win. So. If you're interested, I'm more than happy and I cannot wait to see you there. I would really love to cooperate with you. The link to the sign up is in the episode description and I cannot wait to see you there. And until all children can learn and read, hope to see you there. Happy winter break, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you are celebrate or not, which is also fine and perfect. I'm rooting for you, I'm waiting for you. And I do hope I'll see you in my challenge. Until then, stay safe and healthy. So see you in 2023 and bye.